Bubbler Talk, quenching Milwaukee's thirst for knowledge. I'm Joy Powers. And I'm Rachel Morello. We recently ran across a Bubbler Talk submission that captured both of our interests. It came from this guy, Jason Gessner. He's originally from Illinois. I grew up in Rockford and from an early age basically decided that I was going to move to Chicago as soon as I was done with school. Jason did live in Chicago for a while, until he and his wife had a couple of kids and decided their family needed a change. So they picked a place nearby, a place that would allow Jason to commute to his job in the Windy City, a place where they had friends and had visited several times, a place they'd heard nothing but good things about, Milwaukee. And this is something that actually Rachel and I have both done. Before coming to WUWM, I worked at a radio station in Chicago, and I grew up in a border town in Wisconsin and had family in Chicago. Yeah, and I went to school in Chicago, but I'm originally from Milwaukee and moved back here a couple of years ago. Our question asker Jason has now lived in Bayview for about 12 years, and he loves it. But there's an attitude he's observed in his neighbors that he still doesn't quite understand. You know, I started hearing some of the terms for Illinoisans, and I had just never really known that there was sort of a bitterness about Illinois. Um, when I was growing up, friends and family, like, really loved Wisconsin. The outdoors are beautiful here. Like, we'd come up to go fishing or see a ball game or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it just sort of took me aback a little bit when I learned that there was this sort of, I don't know, I guess negative stereotype of, of Illinoisans coming up and, you know, rampaging around Wisconsin. You may have heard some choice nicknames tossed back and forth across state lines. Wisconsinites are cheeseheads. Illinoisans are fibs or fish tabs, both terms made up of four-letter words we can't say on the radio. And Rachel, I know you have a very particular experience with Wisconsin-Illinois trash talking, one that some of our listeners could probably relate to. I do. I'd say there are a few topics that really get people riled up on either end of the I-94 corridor, namely driving and football. I'm a Packers fan, and when it comes to the NFL, there's no greater rivalry than that between the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. In fact, those two teams face off this Sunday. That matchup will mark game 196 in the series, which started in 1921. And I'll note for the record, Joy, that the Packers lead that series with more wins than their legendary rivals. <laughs> well, one of the most Chicago people I know would love it if those stats shifted in his favor. His name is Justin Kaufman. He's the host of The Download on WGN 720 in Chicago. And like many of his fellow Bears fans, he has quite a few opinions about the Packers. I will say this. I... I really, really hate the Green Bay Packers. I don't know why. I really don't. I mean, they are a great football team, and they don't do anything wrong, but I, that green and yellow, and I think it's in my head. I think it's from my dad. I think it's from my grandpa. Like, I don't know what it is, but, but there's something about it that it's the only time that I actually show any emotion while watching a football game. If the Bears are playing the New Orleans Saints tomorrow or, or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or – even the New York Giants, you're like, if they lose, you're like, meh, move on with my life. The Packers, there's a 20-minute hangover. There's like, there's something where I got, I need time. I need space. I need patience. You know, I need to do some meditations and deep breathing. Hearing that, what are your thoughts, Rachel? Well, he's definitely got some interesting opinions, but I'd beg to differ on several of those points and actually reverse them back in his direction, in the direction of his team. <laughs> The weird thing about Justin, he's not originally from Chicago. He's from a small town in Illinois called Wonder Lake, which is really close to the Wisconsin border. It's also not that far from where I grew up in Lake Geneva. 
But whereas I call myself a Wisconsinite, growing up, Justin very much identified with Chicago. I always thought of myself as a Chicago suburb. So even being closer to Wisconsin, 15 minutes, as opposed to an hour and 45 minutes from the city of Chicago, I would uh, thump my chest as if, you know, if you mess with Chicago, you're messing with me. And I'm like, <laughs> as I mean, I'm, I, could, I could walk to the Wisconsin border. So it's a strange thing to think about that, even though we were, the proximity was off and we were so much closer to Wisconsin, I still, still to this day, consider myself true blue Chicago. Justin's parents now live in my hometown, and he's heard a lot of the same stereotypes as our question asker, Jason. They drive too fast. They act entitled when they come up here. They act recklessly in our backyard. But ultimately, it seems to come down to one thing. I think every knock on someone from Illinois is the fact that we kind of use and abuse Wisconsin. What's funny about my family is that both of my parents are actually from Chicago. Not just my parents, but also my grandparents. So although I consider myself a Wisconsinite, my mom, Janelle, has lived here for 30 years but still identifies as a Chicagoan. I called her a few days ago, and we dissected some of the complaints we hear about people from Illinois. And it turns out most of these are the same complaints she has about tourists. The tourists make me crazy. They're on vacation when they come here, so they don't care that they are putting trash and God knows what else on my lawn and under my bushes and (laughs) all kinds of stuff. Somebody else with an interesting perspective on the Wisconsin-Illinois divide is Milwaukee Alderman Bob Bauman. Bauman grew up in Edgewater, which is a neighborhood on the north side of Chicago. In fact, he owns the duplex he grew up in, so he's still an Illinois taxpayer. But he's lived in Milwaukee for 40 years and has made a career out of bettering this city. One way he says he does that, by taking cues from bigger cities like Chicago. It's a matter of sharing ideas and seeing best practices in other cities and learning how they go about solving a problem and then adopting it to our particular circumstances here. Bauman has used some policies he's noticed in Chicago as models for ideas he's kickstarted as a lawmaker here in Milwaukee. For example, the Common Council implemented a traffic calming ordinance for residential neighborhoods, putting things like speed bumps and traffic circles in place to slow down traffic on side streets. That idea came from Chicago. Milwaukee has an ordinance to allow honorary street names, another concept it modeled after Chicago policy. And Bauman says right now he's working on a new affordable housing initiative, and he's looking at Chicago's methods for guidance. Basically, the alderman's argument is that the two cities should view themselves as complements, not competitors. We share the same weather. We share the same lake. We really share the same basic demographics. We, we should work together more than we should compete. Trying to encourage my colleagues and trying to encourage the overall sort of uh, Milwaukee culture to think a little bigger than what it has historically done because we're in a competitive environment in terms of competing for talent and employees and businesses that often follow the employees and follow the talent. Success in business and industry is a big reason many cite for why the two cities should work to cooperate wherever possible. Joel Rast teaches at UW-Milwaukee, where he also oversees the university's urban studies program. He says the key to cooperation is an expanded view of a concept called regionalism. It's something that people started talking about as businesses became more and more mobile and globalization became more of a phenomenon. So 
The concern was that businesses are looking at different places to locate, and if municipalities are all kind of fighting with each other over, you know, trying to get these businesses, then that kind of makes the region as a whole potentially look bad and it may drive businesses someplace else. The thinking now is let's all pull together and try to present a united front. Rast says the two states could have benefited from banding together on the opportunity to pursue Foxconn, the tech company setting up shop in southeastern Wisconsin. But the way state lawmakers pursued the deal, Wisconsin will pay the incentives, while both Wisconsin and Illinois residents will likely supply employees to the factory due to its location near the border. Rast says it would help both neighbors to cooperate on future deals as well. I mean, it would have been nice to have this conversation earlier on with Illinois if, you know, something like that had been possible earlier on to talk about, you know, transportation infrastructure, for example, and, you know, other um, issues maybe that we could have worked with them on. From what I saw of this deal, it didn't seem like there was much of an effort to coordinate with Illinois at all. At least if there was, I didn't read about it. But when we're talking about the frustration between Wisconsinites and Illinoisans, it all seems to be a little one-sided. Especially when it comes to Chicagoans and Milwaukeeans. Here's Justin Kaufman again. Living in Chicago, there's, there's something about being in a cosmopolitan city, a big city, where we love the concept of a second city, you know, to be the underdog to New York. But anyone who, who might be an underdog to us, we're like, we don't care. Although I am told from... Milwaukee people, that the rivalry between Milwaukee and Chicago exists in the minds of Milwaukeeans. In the mind of Chicagoans, we don't even think about them. We knew Wisconsin existed in Chicago. It is, we're, we were very single-minded. If we thought about another city in Chicago, uh, we'd think in terms of, well, New York, right? That would have been more of a rivalry to us than Milwaukee or Wisconsin. My mom, the self-professed Chicagoan, appears to be right. This regional rivalry doesn't seem all that mutual. It seems more like an inferiority complex on the part of Milwaukee. And when it comes to Chicago versus New York, well, New Yorkers don't seem to care too much about their smaller rival either. So this type of animosity is not unique. New Englanders have a famously contemptuous relationship with the people of Boston. Minnesotans poke fun at their rural neighbors in Iowa and plenty of European nations have their own regional conflicts. But around here, there's one prevailing matchup that we all seem to believe in. The one rivalry we've been able to pin down is Bears versus Packers. Oh, absolutely. Bears versus Packers. That's a fact. That's a fact. (laughs) The Bears versus the Packers, that is a rivalry. Perhaps unsurprisingly, our question asker Jason Gessner is a Bears fan who will make the trek to Chicago's Soldier Field for this Sunday's game. And even less shocking, his money is on his hometown team. I think the Bears defense is going to continue to play really well. I think they're going to get a couple of picks against Sunley, uh, and I think the Bears are going to win that game. Fighting words. Fighting words, yeah. <laughs> Support for this season's Bubbler Talk comes from Educators Credit Union, a member-owned credit union dedicated to helping those who live and work in southeastern Wisconsin make informed financial decisions. More at ecu.com. Do you have a question about the Milwaukee area that you'd like us to explore? Well, if so, submit your question at wuwm.com, and maybe you'll be next to quench your thirst for knowledge.